Hey guys, this is a bonus episode. It's something I haven't done before, but I'm trying. Let's see what you think. I'll accept any feedback at all that you have about it. Just send me an email uh, with your thoughts. You can go to juiceboxpodcast.com, scroll to the bottom, click on contact. I'm sorry, Basil, snoring up a storm here while I'm doing this. But anyway, here's something I haven't done before. It may not be surprising to you that a lot of companies contact me and they want to talk about their products on the podcast. And most of the time I just, I'm like, no, it's fine. No, I don't want to do that. But AccuCheck wanted to talk about their meter, the guide. And I was like, all right, so you're going to send somebody on. It'll be clear to people that this is, you know, you talking about it. All right, I'm up for that. We'll try it and see how it goes. So just keep it around a half an hour, though. And I don't want to be an infomercial. I said, I, you know, we can talk about the product. That's fine. But I want to have a conversation with whoever calls me. And that's what I told the PR person. I said, let them know. I'm going to want to have a conversation with them just like I do. It's not going to be some softball thing where I ask them a question that they know I'm going to ask. And then they answer it in some, you know, way that they've already pre-planned. I was like, I won't do that. And so we didn't. I don't know. Try it. See what you think. And then get back to me. Say, Scott, you know what? Don't do that anymore. Or I, I don't mind this, Scott. I like hearing about new products. Let me know. You guys be my sounding board on this one. All right? Let us not forget that nothing you hear on the Juice Box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making a change to your medical plan. Hi there, this is Bill McKeek. Bill, hey, it's Scott Benner. Hi, Scott. How you doing? Good, thanks. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. Thanks. Great, great. I'm sorry I'm a minute late. I was having the most ridiculous back and forth uh, text messaging with my daughter about her blood sugar. So. You know, I've got, <laughs> I've got two daughters myself, and so I can, um, <laughs> I can surely relate with that. <laughs> she's in a spot. Awesome. She's a spot. She's still at school, and I think she's in a spot in her building where her, her signal's a little spotty. So, okay. so we manage her blood sugar uh, kind of together. Um, and so I'm, it's test day, so she needs a little more insulin today because she's going from test to test to test. And yeah. so I'm texting her, and I'm like, hey, just can you bolus 0.6? And I don't get an answer. Um, you know, I do it again, I do it again, and I do it again. And I'm like, oh, come on. And then I realize now her texts aren't coming through, but then they come through in a wash to her. So then she right. starts texting me back, dad, hello, dad, dad, hello. And then she, <laughs> then I get, you don't like it, do you? I don't either. But, you know, and so she, <laughs> it's just, and I just, I'm like, I, I'm just like, please, just bolus, bolus, please, please. <laughs> I really want to be done with this. So yeah, I'm just, sure. <laughs> it was just crazy. So my name is Bill McKee. Um, I am in Roche Diabetes Care. I am a director of marketing. I'm with, I've been with Roche Diabetes Care for a little over 16 years now. Wow. That's a very long time. Um, yeah, so yeah. I know other people who work at Roche who seem to love it there. Um, and I, I'm assuming 16 years is an indication that you love it. Or, yeah, or maybe yeah, it's just an yeah. indication you have a mortgage, and I'm not sure. Exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you know, I no, and that's funny you, you asked that question because it, um, as much as you, you know, I, I love I love two aspects of this. First of all, it's it's the people. Um, I don't know if you've had an opportunity to interact with with many folks from from our organization, but um, I love the people that we get to work with every day. It's a it's an incredibly talented group of people, and um, and really passionate about this business and and you know it's it's one thing as as somebody coming out of school and and you know working in different fields um the one thing that i always hoped for and wanted to do was be able to do something that 
was in the healthcare arena. And, and so, um, being, being given the opportunity to work at Roche and in the diabetes care space for the last 16 years with a, with a talented group of people, um, it makes it pretty easy to show up for work every day. So I know Rob Muller. Do you know Rob? I do know Rob. Okay. And so when you hear this podcast back, when you listen to your voice, the music that plays all over the podcast was um, written and performed and recorded by his daughter. Is that, <laughs> that's that's really great. You know, I will tell this is a, a funny little story. Rob is um, I have started recently playing uh, an instrument, and it's basically because of Rob serving as that inspiration. So I'm sure I have not heard his daughter play. I've heard Rob speak of his daughter playing, and I have no doubt that she is far more talented than I could ever hope to be. But Rob has served as uh, as my inspiration on 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 music in music as well. Yeah, he's a very good guy. So okay, so yeah, he's a great guy. Um, you know, so we're we're you're on today just to tell me a little bit about a new meter that you guys have, and um, you know, I want to ask you first if you have any, you know, what your relationship is to diabetes beyond working there. And by the way, I don't think that that's not a relationship. And and let me say this, and I'll I'll, I'll come to the defense of. Uh, of, of um, pharmaceutical companies and, and device manufacturers for a second, but my wife, mm-hmm. my wife is the um, is the director of product safety for Novo Nordisk, and so she's been in drug safety or product safety her whole career almost. Um, and I so I get to meet people who work at a pharma company who feel like you, who are trying to help people, who are the people on the ground, you know, those employees that are just that are there every day, thinking something I'm doing today is going to is going to help somebody. You, you know, right. and I just I think that's kind of amazing, and at the same time, I think it's it's maybe missed by the general population sometimes, or maybe not. Maybe the general population thinks the people that work at the company are great, and they see the company as a different aspect. I don't know, but but you know, I just I find that as I go around and I meet more people that my wife work with, they either have some sort of a connection to diabetes, mm-hmm. and it drew them to the company, or once they got there, they've had an experience that almost makes them feel like they have that connection. And, and I was wondering, I was wondering how it, how it strikes you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I would hope that, you know, the people that, you know, if you, if you get to know the people that work, you know, work in our, work in our company, um, I can assure you there's, there's, I've never worked with a group of people that have passion for the business like this group has, whether they have a, you know, whether they have a direct relationship with somebody with diabetes or not. Um, it has zero, has zero impact on their passion for, for what we're trying to do and how we're trying to help people. Um, but to, to answer your question specifically in terms of, you know, my, my personal connection to diabetes, um, you know, uh, there are there are there are many. Um, my father-in-law is, is a is a person with type two diabetes, and so from a family perspective, and he lives you know he lives just a, a couple minutes from us. So from a family perspective, um, we we're you know we're with him on a, on a very regular basis and get to see the the impact of of what living with diabetes is on on him. Um, even going back before that, however, my my oldest daughter, who's now um, now in college her best friend all the way from, um, you know, preschool through high school, um, has type one diabetes. And so, um, you know, I know you, she would come with us on summer vacations and, and Delaney who's my daughter would, would work, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, she was 
taking taking appropriate care and and dosing and and doing everything she needed to do to take care of herself and then just add one more level of of connection to all of this as as fate would have it she when she went away to to school to college um last year her roommate is also a a person with type 1 diabetes and and on a pump and her parents were her parents were really relieved to to know that Delaney had grown up with um with a pumper as her best friend and was able to help and I know Delaney would tell me from time to time that she would get phone calls or text messages from um from her roommate's mom saying hey you know can you go can you go check on um on my daughter and make sure everything is okay and so um it's a it's a you know there's a lot of connection from a personal level the you know just an interesting anecdote i think that will ultimately lead into where we're going with the discussion on guide is last fall we we met with um we met with her my my daughter's roommate's parents for lunch one one afternoon and um so we were talking about you know her their daughter and what it was like having a daughter grow up with diabetes and we got specifically talking about blood glucose testing supplies and and i asked just you know by by nature i asked wait what you know just out of curiosity what are the products that your your daughter uses from for blood glucose monitoring and they mentioned that that she was using a, a store brand product and i and i said oh i you know what what is it and why is that you know why have you made that decision and they said really it comes down to the cost of testing supplies and insurance coverage and and they started talking about how um the fact that that their health insurance was a high deductible health plan and the cost of testing supplies was falling more and more um to them and at that point, we were in the product, you know, in the discussion mode of trying to figure out how we were going to launch Guide, and specifically around some things around pricing. And it, it really hit home that some of the decisions that we were making here with this product and how we were going to launch this product were going to have a real impact on on the patients and, and the people that were using our products every day. And so that to me was that to me was one of the uh, one of the the more satisfying. Um, components or elements of launching this product, knowing that and seeing that direct correlation to the decisions that we were making, how that impacted um, our customers and our patients. Yeah, I think it's it's genuinely impossible to be around somebody living with diabetes and not feel just impacted by it after you've been around them. It, I don't I don't know how you. I've, yeah. I've seen my daughter spend the night at someone's house who you know doesn't know anything about it, and they're willing to get involved and and do the extra things so that my daughter can spend the night. And then the next day, you know, you go over to pick uh, pick Arden up, and they just look at you differently than they did the day before, and and you realize now they have the tiniest taste of it, and it it affected them. You, you know, they they see it, they see a side of it that, you know, it's just it's hidden from from most people. And I think diabetes type two, type yeah. one is is both sort of hidden from people. So it's not a once you get around it, though, it is it's it's difficult not to be impacted. I think. Um, Oh, it, it totally is, and you know, yeah, as I said, with my daughter growing up and and having having her friend around the house all the time and on vacations with us, it became a, you know it became a, a family a family affair for us or a family you know a family issue for us as well. You know, my you know whether it's my wife, myself, my even my younger daughter, we were all you know we were all kind of following and watching and making sure that um the, you know that that the Sam was taking care of herself the way that she needed to and you're absolutely right it um y- you can't help but be impacted um impacted by it even if you know regardless of how much you know how much you're around somebody with the 
with diabetes. So, all right, Bill, let's jump in. My daughter was diagnosed in 2006. The hospital gave us a meter that looked like it came out of a bubble thing from a bubblegum machine, like those little uh, plastic things. I took it, and I thought, how is this thing going to help me? It looks like a little piece of plastic. And um, and the one in the hospital looked really fancy. And I was like, hmm, how is this and this the same thing? And so over the years... Over the years, obviously, tolerances have gotten better, and I think the meters themselves have just become more accurate and, and everything. But there's still this component. Let's, let's talk honestly. It's hard to make a blood sugar, uh, blood glucose meter sexy in any way. And, and so, but I think you guys may have come the closest so far that I've seen. Um, yep. It's got bells and it's got whistles. And so I'm literally just going to pull it up and look at it while I'm talking to you about it. But I, I'm going to ask you, you know, just sort of tell me, like to give me an overview of it, and, and I'm going to, and I'm going to talk to you about it as you're as you're talking about it because it's got it's got things that I've never seen and you've thought about the transportation of the strips a little differently. Yeah. It has it has um it looks like it, I'm, I'm I think the logging is happening through an app, right? Is that iPhone? That or, is or both? yes, both Android and iPhone. Okay, and so you're going to help people log, and so this meter is going to I guess it's Bluetooth, right? It's speaking to the phone. It is. Wow. It is Bluetooth, absolutely. No doubt about that. And so, yeah, from you know, from a technology standpoint, it has has many of the features that that our consumers have have told us and our patients have told us that they that they want. You're absolutely right. It's it's Bluetooth. Um, it is Bluetooth has Bluetooth functionality. Um, it, from a technology standpoint, it's there's there's really nothing out there that that is um, that, that tops it. So we're we're really excited about that. It interfaces with um, our AccuCheck Connect app, so any of the all of the data and all of the information that um, that's collected in the meter transfer can be transferred to our Connect app and and use that to identify trends and patterns and and you know make decisions based off of that. I can share that so information the, from the phone to a doctor if I want to. If 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 you set that up, if you agree to share that information with the physician, you absolutely can. Okay, there's no doubt about that. Okay, so um. All right, so let's talk more about nuts and bolts stuff because honestly, sure. if it's ugly and it doesn't work and it works, I, I don't yeah. care. And if it's pretty and it works, I care more. So, um, yes. blood drop size. Yeah, it, yeah. So I'm looking at the test strip, and I feel like what the test strip is telling me because someone's done a very good job on this website. But I feel like what the test strip is telling me is that anywhere along the base of the strip, it'll absorb the blood, and it doesn't appear like it wants a bunch. Yeah, that's correct. Absolutely right. So the sample size is is 0.6 microliters. So in very small sample size, uh, past test time five seconds. Um, and then the yeah, there are a couple of things that are really unique about this. And so um, we we heard from patients. We went and talked to patients about what their frustrations are when it comes to testing. And, and admittedly, products have continued to get better and better over the course of the years. But but there's still a number of frustrations that are out there. And so one of those came with with actually strip handling. And so you alluded to it just a moment ago in terms of just getting to the test strip. And so we have uh, we heard from consumers that getting a test strip, the potential of, of losing or spilling test strips is a problem. So we, um, we've launched the Guide with a spill-resistant smart pack. And basically what that means 
is that the strip is pulled out one at a time. Um, you can actually hold the vial upside down without the risk of test strips falling out or spilling. Um, and so, so there's, that, makes, that makes actually getting the strip and, and using the strip much easier. Then on top of that, the other piece of this is the dosing area. And you're absolutely right. So rather than having a strip where there's a, a small area at the end of the strip that you have to locate to put the drop of blood on, um, with the AccuCheck guide test strip, the, the entire end of the strip is the dosing area. So you, you know, a small drop of blood, you hold it up anywhere to the end of the strip, we'll look into, into the strip, and you'll have a, you'll have a, um, a blood glucose reading in, in, in five short seconds. So in the middle of the night when I realized that my reading glass level, uh, um, the distance from my face to things I'm holding is not the same as it was when I was a little younger. Yeah, yeah you notice that? I can, jab, I can just jab a little more at that blood drop and be like, come on, find it. Uh, but so, yeah. So the, the smart pack is really interesting. Is it yep. disposable or is it something I reload when I get more strips? No, it's like any other. It's like any other vial of test strips. Okay. Um, once you're done, it's 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 disposable. Um, it's you know, and every vial, every fifty count vial of test strips that you purchase from that point on will come with the same with the same vial. Like the, the spill resistant. So people package. have to check it out at the website because it's. I, I'm going to do my best to describe it, but it, I don't know if I can. It's uh, it's almost like. It's almost like a little, I don't know, like a flip top that's connected to the base, but it's it's round, but it's not. It's narrow. It's almost like a round thing that's been smushed. And the, the test strips are lined up like, uh, I don't know, like wooden soldiers. They're, they're all together in one. Like if you imagine if you could actually take 50 test strips and stack them on top of each other and make them tight and uniform and together. And, you, and now you're saying I reach and I pull and just one's going to come out. Like, like, that's, yes, that's, absolutely right. All right. So I don't jam my finger yeah. in the little thing. I don't have to fish around. And I, and I don't throw them on the floor by mistake and then have that horror feeling where each test strip looks like a dollar to me. Um, yeah. Okay. Because yeah, that's yeah, what happens yeah, to no. me, by the way, when they hit the floor, I go, oh my God, I've dropped money all over the floor. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happens. And now the You're money's right. dirty and I'm supposed to use it in a blood situation. And oh my God. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. Trust me. Right. More than once. Right. And my, yeah. my mind sees money scattered across the floor when I do it. So, um, <laughs> so. Hey. Hey, one other thing I did Please. want to what I did want to add because you'd mentioned that you know when you when you're testing in the middle of the night. And one other feature on this that's that is a, that is unique is um, a port light, a strip port light. So if you're testing in the middle of the, in the night or you're you're having to test your your son or daughter in the middle of the night, at the end of the meter where you in, insert the strip into the meter is a is a light that. Um, that makes uh, that makes testing in, in in dark in the middle of the night much easier. Okay. Um, size wise, is it fit my palm? Is it a cut? I mean, do you know that how how tall it is versus? Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's very comparable to our existing meters. If, if you're familiar with the AccuCheck guide um, or nano meters, it's very small. Um, will easily fit in the palm of your hand. Um, one of the other, you, know, you mentioned the um, you mentioned the vial, the the packaging for the test strips, and one of the other one of the other piece, parts of that, one of the other that that we've heard from consumers that they like is the profile of that meter. For a lot of um, for a lot of people, they just drop that box or that vial of test strips into their pocket, and this has a much slimmer profile for for um, anybody wanting to that just carries their testing supplies in their pocket if that happens. Yeah, that's um, 
not quite as big and bulky as as the round vials that that most people are familiar with. Uh, that's smart, and I don't think of it that way because my daughter carries a bag with her. But I, I it, that's that makes a lot of sense. So it's yeah, it's a instead of like feeling like I have a roll of film in my pocket now, maybe it's something a little more. And you know what's funny too is I have mm-hmm. um I just got those AirPods, the um the wireless uh, Apple headphones, and they, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. in, they're in a similar sized case. And so to make your point, sometimes I'm like, oh, where are my headphones? And they're in my pocket. I don't even realize it. So yeah, yeah. So it's a nice. Listen, it's a nice little thoughtful addition. Um, it is. If you're anything like me, and you jam a bunch of stuff into your pockets, anything that anything that reduces the the bulkiness of that is is, right. is good. <laughs> so so tell me something. After I test and the and the meter knows what it knows, I take out the test strip and I throw it away. Do I even have to look at the meter anymore, or can I just be on the app after that? That is that's entirely that's entirely your call. Um, um, we can sync the, the two will sync up. The, the results will transfer from the meter into the app. And so, if you prefer to work primarily from the app, you have the ability to do so. If you prefer to work from um, the meter or, or refer to the meter more often than not, then you have that option as well. Yeah, so either is either is an option. Okay. And so here's the other thing. So the meter is. I mean, look. You know, you, the meter is free, right? Because I mean, you know, there's no reason to talk around. I think everybody understands the business is in the strips. So, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's, it's very similar to, you know, anything else. The cable company didn't charge me for the cable box back in the 80s. They wanted me to pay for the cable. And, I, and so right. that, that makes a ton of sense. But you guys talked about it earlier. You alluded to, you know, the cost of, of test strips. And I'm assuming that a, a, a great many people will find their insurance covers the test strips that you guys have. But for people who don't, you guys are going to a little bit of a different model, it seems to me, from what I've seen in the past. Now, I'm always somebody who's been lucky enough that my daughter's strips have always been covered by our insurance, and I pay my copay, and I get them. But a lot of people aren't in that situation. So this, to me, looks like – I see other people doing this, too. This is a sign of the times, I think. So tell me how you guys have set up th- that that concept of of, of making this, the strips more affordable for people. Yeah. Yep. So we've done a couple things. First of all, um, we've taken a much different approach in terms of how we price um, the guides test strips to our retail partners. And so um, for 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 your um, for your listeners that are used to going into a retail pharmacy and looking at the price of test strips on the shelf, for for a branded product like ours, you would typically expect to pay somewhere in the range of sixty to hundred, even more than that. Um, per vial on on the retail shelf, and so we've taken a much different approach where we've lowered significantly lowered our list price into the retail pharmacy. Now, obviously, we don't we don't have responsibility for setting the the shelf price for retail, um, but we we certainly expect that um, when somebody goes into uh, goes into their pharmacy, they'll notice that the 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 shelf price is significantly lower for guide than it is. Um, other branded products. So that's that's the first thing that we've done, and that's and that's that's great for anybody that pays um, cash or pays entirely out of pocket for their test strips. That there's a benefit there. Um, but taking it a step further, we've also introduced a program called the Simple Pay program. And what Simple Pay does, is, the object of the Simple Pay program is is to basically make the products more affordable and eliminate any sort of guesswork whatsoever on behalf of the consumer when they're purchasing guide test strips. And so what will happen 
is it's um, they'll take their card, they get the simple pay card into the pharmacist, and the way the program works is that first vial of test strips, that first 50 count vial of test strips, will cost the cost the patient nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents. Then for each subsequent vial of test strips they purchase above that first one, they'll add $10 to the cost of that prescription. So as I said, the first 50 count will be $19.99. If the, the prescription is 100 test strips or two vials of test strips, the out-of-pocket cost will be $29.99 and then increasing by $10 increments all the way up to as high as 12 vials of test strips per prescription fill. Okay, so the... So the, the- the big end of that, ready? Ready? Mm-hmm. No, hold on, I'm gonna yep. do math. Don't don't cut me off because this is I'm good at this stuff. So, fifty test strips, I'm nineteen dollars. Then I then say I need a hundred. Now I'm at twenty nine ninety nine. I'm around thirty dollars. But I can get ten more vials for a hundred bucks. So for a hundred and thirty dollars a month, I can have twelve vials of fifty. Hold on a second. I'm gonna need paper. Twelve fifty. <laughs> hold on. Zero zero zero. Oh my gosh. Six, I can get six hundred test strips for hundred and twenty dollars a month. Am I right? I know. So, I just did something that nobody expected me to do. But, uh, but, 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 but so, all right, yes, get, you are right? correct. Oh, man. Yes, you are that. correct. I, when, Bill, when you and I are done, I'm going to call my sixth grade math teacher and thank her. Uh, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> that, so, that's, that's well fairly done. a stuff. Hey, and I appreciate that. That sounded sincere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Bill, listen, for most people, I'm going to say for most people, you're not using 600 test strips a month, I'm guessing. And, right. and so, and and one hundred and twenty dollars a month. If you're an out of cash person, now I don't know what that means. But do you feel like that's a significance? Like, have you done something for people who who in the past? What do you think prior to this this thing? How much could people have been spending out of pocket if they if they needed that many? You know, I mean, because even at three hundred, yeah. you're looking at half of that. It's sixty bucks for three hundred in in that range. Um, and mm-hmm. by the way, I'm just throwing around random numbers now that aren't completely right. But but you know, but going generally speaking, sixty bucks out of pocket a month is a lot of money. But it's is it a lot less than it has been in the past? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And so, um, in addition to talking to consumers, we also we also try to keep on top of exactly what's going on in the in the payer and the reimbursement space and the insurance space. And and as I mentioned, I, I think I mentioned earlier. We know that the cost of diabetes testing supplies continues to shift more and more to the patient. And the reality is, is high deductible health plans now um, impact um, a huge chunk of, of our customers. And so for somebody that would be going in, the typical, the typical patient is using somewhere between one and two vials of test strips on a monthly basis. So if they're paying for those test strips out of pocket, um, they're they're paying somewhere in the range of, you know, anywhere from a hundred to two hundred dollars per month out of pocket. That's for about over the course of strips. Yeah, yes, exactly right. So um, over the course of of a year, let's you know, if somebody's purchasing, um, you know, let's say eight hundred test strips. That's that's sixteen vials a year. Um, they're paying somewhere, you know, they're using somewhere between eight hundred sixteen hundred files or test strips a year, they're paying somewhere in the range of $700 to $1,400 over the course of, this, uh, over the course of 12 months. Um, with, with the simple pay program, they would, that would lower their costs to somewhere between, you know, $30 a month to, to $50 a month. So um, the cost, the potential cost savings is, is significant. Okay. All right. 
Well, first of all, though, that that's stunning, and and thank you. That's good. I, I, you know, listen, it's I, I do think it's the way things are going, and and I I don't understand. It's another. It's a different podcast conversation. I don't completely understand the the concept of, you know, who sets the prices and how it works. Yeah. And, you know, what you guys can say. Hey, look, we think they should cost this much, and there's a middleman somewhere that goes. Well, you know, right. the guy that owns his company has an island off of Bahamas, and we think it should cost yeah. this much. And yeah. So, uh, and and I and I don't understand that whole thing. And it, it it's one of those conversations. I think is an important conversation. At the same time, I'm, I I wonder if people wouldn't be interested in board by it at the same time. But I would like to have it at some point. And maybe I'm going to uh-huh. maybe I'm going to talk to you afterwards about if if there's somebody at Roche who'd be willing to have that conversation to make me understand it better. But um, but this is this is a really wonderful step. I mean, it it just is. If you're paying out of pocket, and this is, and this is an a, you know a decrease, and you're out of pocket, and and you're still getting great testing. Oh, by the way, great testing. What do you guys uh, what are you crowing about as far as the accuracy? How does it uh how does it stack? Yeah, yeah. So this is um this is um adheres to basically there's the this is a very accurate system. Um, we adhere to uh, we actually exceed the FDA guidelines. Um. The actually delivers a um, 1010 accuracy, and so basically, if I could try to articulate a little bit for you, what that means is is basically up to 100 milligrams per deciliter. We have to stay within um, um, 10 plus or minus 10 milligrams per deciliter, um, and then any time the any any reading above 100 milligrams per deciliter, uh, we have to stay within plus or minus 10 percent. And the AccuCheck guide system certainly delivers that accuracy, delivers upon those accuracy standards. So simply stated, if your blood sugar is legitimately 100, uh, a meter with those guides may report somewhere between 90 and 110 and be within its guidelines? Correct. Yes, on the low end. Any reading below um, any reading below 100 milligrams per deciliter, that's exactly right. Okay. Okay. And, you can go. Uh, and, and that's, you know, it's interesting. It's, it's, it's that I remember having that moment after my daughter was diagnosed and I, I mentioned earlier the, the big meter in the hospital. The first time I tested my daughter's blood sugar in front of a nurse, and this is 10 years ago, but you know, they, they test her with the meter in the hospital it comes up with a number. I test with this little, I think at the time it was that little freestyle one that looked like uh, I don't know, it was like silver. It was about as you know, it was about an inch and a half long. And I tested, I tested with that, and the number was fairly wildly different. And I looked at the nurse and I was like, "Whoa, well, what do I do now?" <laughs> you know, and I was like, "Yours, right. yours, which I'm assuming cost a lot more, and is and it says this and that says that." And there was this odd moment where I thought, "Oh my gosh, I have to get beyond this. It's, it's, I can't think about this. This is this, this is what I have." You know, and back then I think it was, I think that the, the tolerances were over twenty percent or maybe higher. Maybe it was twenty to thirty at that point. I forget. And it was, you know, it, it was just a strange idea that every time you tested, you thought, okay, well, I'm going to make decisions based on this number. But I mean, this number could be, it could damn well be anything. Actually, you know, as I looked at it, ten percent is a is, is really it's a great. It, that's also a great step. And do you guys work towards yeah. making that? that percentage lower and lower do you wait for the so here's the question do you wait for the fda to push you or are you pushing the tolerances on your own behind the scenes no we make we make that decision to to push our tolerances to deliver the most accurate products that we possibly can um even before instructed to do so so accuracy has always been something that's 
been incredibly important to us as a business. And, um, and so that's something that we strive for as a business and we don't wait, we don't wait on, on guidelines to, to dictate that to us. Wow. That's amazing. And listen, you know, um, so I will in there's notes that the you know people who are listening in a, in a podcast player can sort of just touch the artwork and it flips around. There's links that they can use and everything. So I'm going to put links into where they can go because this meter is free and it looks like basically they're going to go to a link and mm-hmm. first name, last name, email address. What meter am I using? What's my primary treatment? Which means let's say insulin pump injections, except how frequently do I test? And click on get mine now and you guys just send them a meter. We will send we'll send them a voucher, and so basically okay. the way the way it'll work is so the guide system is is currently available at, at most major pharmacies, and so somebody goes to that the website that you're referring to, which is accucheck.com backslash guide, and provides a little some just some basic information. We will send them a voucher for um, a meter and a simple pay um, card. And so you're, you're absolutely right. The meter, they can go into the pharmacy, pick up the meter at no cost, and, and then start to purchase their test strips with the, with the benefit we just talked about, which would be that nineteen ninety nine for the first vial and $10 from each one they're on. Okay. Can I use the simple pay card with, like, say I use like a third party to get my test strips from, will they accept that or do I have to go into a, uh, into a pharmacy? Uh, if if you're referring like to a to a mail order, yeah, like Express company, Scripts or one of those companies like that, will they accept the card? Do you know? This yeah, this one you'll need to go into a pharmacy to use. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, listen, we all got to get out of our houses once in a while. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I had the offhanded thought the other day. I'm like, you know, I like to get this thing for the house, and then I sat down at the computer, and five minutes later, I clicked on four buttons on Amazon, and it was at my house the next day. If I continue to do this. I'm going to look like one of those giant guys from that Wally movie floating around the chair. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to, uh, so I do need to go out once in a while and, and I'll <laughs> pick up my test strips. Yeah, well, it's funny I say that. You should see me. And so, <laughs> Bill, I'm at the computer. I'm at the computer. I'm like, oh, I need dog food. Dog food. You know, we, we need a fan. Fan. I mean, yeah. and I'm like, click, click, click. I'm like, oh, I'm done. And so, uh, and, and not for nothing, in a world where things work that way, you know, people... Sometimes people are like, why do I have to go to the pharmacy? But, I mean, listen, I'll drive to the pharmacy to save that much money. So um, it sounds great to me. And I'm sure there's, again, that's another conversation. But I, I'd love to know all the varied reasons why it doesn't work that way. But right. I'm assuming there's some really good reasons. If you want the price this low, you're not getting it through your uh, through your pharmacy provider online, I guess, is the idea. Yeah, this this one we need, this one, in order to get the benefit, um, take the card to your retail pharmacy and and you'll have no problems. Cool. Well, Bill, I you did a really great job of explaining this. I was delightful. I know that for sure. And so yes, I, you were. So I think we're I think we're doing good. Is there anything I didn't ask you about that you would like to talk about? Because I announced the time. But if if not, I, I just want to say thank you. No, I think we're good. I think we, you know, we hit the you know we hit the the, the the really the unique things about this system. We're really excited about the product and and in total. Um, we were really excited about the, the simple pay and being able to make this product more affordable um, to our customers and, and hopefully eliminating a lot of those barriers that somebody might have um, that wanted to use AccuCheck products in the past. And so I definitely encourage anybody to go to the website and learn a little bit more about the system and, and take advantage of the simple pay savings card. And um, we'll be happy to get one out to you just as quickly as possible. Cool. AccuCheck guides, new meter from Roche, and they've 
bumped up a lot of it. I mean, just listen, the vial not being round, if I'm putting it in my pocket, might be a selling point. But the test strips, having the whole end, um, you know, available to, to collect the blood sample and the blood sample is not that big. I mean, for $19 for 50 strips, seems like it's worth a shot to me. Um, thank you so much, Bill, for coming on. I really appreciate it. And my pleasure. Anytime. Thank I'm you. happy to do it. Okay, guys, if you're interested in finding out more about the AccuCheck guide, you can take a look at the link. I'll put it in the show notes, and, and Bill just mentioned it a second ago. I would say this. They did send me a meter after I spoke to Bill, and Art and I have used it a couple of times. I found everything he said to be um, accurate. Um, it Also, the back of the meter has this sort of like rubbery coating on it, which is nice. It doesn't slip out of your hands. The light does come on really super bright. It's on constantly. You don't have to push a button to make the light come on. What else? Um... Blood drop is, you know, it didn't take a lot. It was a little more than the one we're using now, but it wasn't an overwhelming amount. It was a, a still a nice small sample size. And uh, let's be honest, the pricing structure, if it works for you, might be a selling point on its own. I don't know. It's up to you. I'm just bringing the information. And like I said before, if you like this sort of thing, great. Let me know. If you didn't like it and you're like, I don't want to be downloading this kind of stuff, Scott, let me know too. I'm, I'm not looking to bother you people. I'm looking to help. All right, I'll talk to you soon.